All right. It is Friday. I think we're, yeah, Friday, October 18th. And at 10 in the morning, it's only 79 degrees, folks, in Arizona. We're getting ready to walk the bud. And I did give an invite to the podcast. I was going to host some famous people, but, you know, their brand, I mean, they got their brand going, right? So they're not, either they're like not into the spontaneous podcast yet, which uh, I'm all into, the spontaneous podcast. At 10 in the morning, Friday, October 18th, this is uh, Buddy's owner, the Arizona Schnoodle Walks. And we're outside the gate already. We're out the gate. And uh, so I invited a couple people to join. I gave them five minutes to dial in. So if you are a regular listener to the podcast and you want to get beyond the show with me, if you want to walk with the bud with me, then just chat about what's important to you because you are the hero of this podcast. You, the listener, are the hero of the podcast. So I am just the guide. So Buddy's kind of the guide, but Bud's walking around here. So, um, yeah, this book uh, is is sinking into me. Uh, Build Your Story Brand. I like it. I like it. And, uh, And I'm taking it to a little different direction, right? You know, building off the framework. And you know how much I love for the frameworks, right? Of course, I guess we all have the framework. It's a, a tool to communicate, perhaps. <laughs> I haven't studied the theory of uh, frameworking. But uh, anyway, you are the hero, the listener. You are here. You uh, obviously have time in your schedule to, to listen in. And uh, you could have had a, you could have been listening to a CEO, I would have interviewed a CEO of a publishing company or a retired, um, what would you call that? The Southeastern USA expert, a Georgia, South Carolina guy. So he kind of speaks for the Georgia, South Carolina culture. And uh, mostly because he has a nice voice. A deep voice, a dulcet tone voice like your host. So um, the number one thing of the podcast, the number one value is dulcet toning. And uh, so if you do have dulcet tones like the general, you're, uh, you're going to be a hit on the podcast. But I, I, don't, I don't, that's not an exclusive requirement. So I don't think the, the CEO of the, of the um, publishing company she might have dulcet tones in her own way. I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe she does have some dulcet tones, too. Got to have the dulcet tones. It's a gift, too, right? It's a gift. The heroes with dulcet tones. You are a hero, right? The listener. So once again, we're in Arizona. It's 10 in the morning. I told you that already, but I, it's just starting to sink into me that uh, I can still walk the bud at 10 in the morning. It's cooling off here in Arizona. We suffer. I mean, most of whoever you're listening, you're probably not from Arizona. So you're probably cold already. I talked to a guy who's uh, actually in South Carolina, coincidentally, and he was just up in Seattle, Seattle. (laughs) And Seattle was like 40 degrees already, you know, cold. 
cold up there, 40. So we're in shorts, still a t-shirt, and the sun is beaming down on us. And so it's a bit warm, actually. I mean, Bud's got a black coat, his uh, fur, he's probably warmed up. He's panting a little bit already. So I probably should have got out earlier, but I had some stuff to do this morning. And, and now it's a little bit luxurious. You don't have to go at 7 in the morning, 6.30 in the morning, because it's not, Bud can still survive a walk at this time of day. So if you're wondering, like, what's the frequency of these podcasts, you know, like a professional podcast, you want to be consistent in your podcasting, right? You want to make sure you podcast at the same time, or like if you're going to podcast three times a week, you know, you want to do it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so people can anticipate. But just go ahead and hit the subscribe button, and then you'll be notified when a new buddy's uh, owner schnoodle walk begins. So we got some other dogs here in the backyard. Backyard looks good. And the dogs are inside. Wanting to come out, but they're not let out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so consistency. The, the one, you know, two, there's probably two consistencies. One is I'm the host. That's always consistent. And I think you get dulcet tones every time, that, you know. So you get that. You dial in for your dulcet tones. And then you got Buddy walking, so you get a little bit of dog flavor you get a little little uh human well no it's not human it's dog right but you get the 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 animal factor right so bud's sniffing around here so those those happen every time in the podcast the actual content of course varies and uh if you haven't noticed it basically is random <laughs> and i don't do any show prep right you know oh that's terrible you got to do show prep man you got to got to have the, the all the little factors going you know and uh, the um, call to action at the end man we got to have a call to action no actually we don't and uh, I'm kind of playing off the CEO's podcast I kind of like that she's kind of she's like this is not a really official official publishing podcast but it's kind of her fun podcast just to kind of dump her ideas out as she entrepreneur entrepreneurially develops her business so um i think it's great and i owe my branding my beginning of my brand here to to her activity and encouraging me to get my story out of course she did already tell me she refuses refuses to be any part of my pr campaign which uh i think i probably understand that Maybe just to want to be associated with it? I don't know. <laughs> That's not a good sign. Uh, I don't want to be part of your PR because you're a little too crazy. So, all right. A little too crazy. This is the podcast. The other tagline is the podcast, the things you think, the things we think but do not podcast. Right? But uh, since the words are coming out of my mouth, they are being podcast to the world and i have like one or two listeners that's it that's it so this this gem i listened to a podcast about um um he called he, he referred to some 1960s study commentary on um the bell curve and he he he, he avoided the uh, cheap shot humor because it's the robcast named after rob bell 
So I, I, I'm surprised he didn't go with the, uh, when he, he loves the bell curve. And he didn't, he didn't take like a cheap shot joke and say like, well, yeah, that's his curve. He's, he's Rob Bell, as in Rob Bell curve, right? So um, he talks about how like there's, in that particular usage of the bell curve, which I'm finding there's, it's, it's really quite a functional little curve. But the way, the way he uses it is kind of like, you, it's, I, I envision it like a moving curve. So if you slide the curve over a stationary vertical line, so you have like at the beginning of something, very few people are into it. There's just like, you know, it's, it's way out to the right of the curve. But as you slide the curve to the right with time, right? He doesn't talk about this, but this is how I interpreted his discussion. Because he's a very verbal guy. Not like, I'm not, unlike me, I'm not very verbal. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so, uh, yeah, so he's a very verbal guy, but basically it comes down to this sliding bell curve because he's kind of talking about ideas, like new ideas or different concepts. And that there's, pro at the very beginning, it's very lonely. And I kind of feel that with, with my marinating message myself, see? Um, it's very lonely because it's like people are just, uh, what? What are you talking about? Oh, okay, yeah. Holy Spirit, yeah, I heard that before. What's new about the Holy Spirit? <laughs> what's, what's new about the Holy Spirit? If you ask that question, then you don't really get the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is always new, new every day, right? It's, it's in the Bible, you know. His mercies are new every morning. You know, that's how the pastors say it down there in the south. His mercies are new every morning, sir. Yeah, Ecclesiastes or something, you know. No, Lamentations. Lamentations. His mercies are new every morning. Well, guess what? That's, that's before the Holy Spirit came. And really, what I'm saying is, is these are, in my head, they're kind of like mind-blowing concepts but that fits in with Rob Bell saying I'm out I'm way out there on the curve man but that curve might move to you know to the more more and more people might get on board with the framework right so the framework to me is like the holy if Jesus came and we make such a huge deal about Jesus I mean you know and, and most people and that's why I'm convinced that so many of these people like they teach accurately about Jesus Oh, yeah, Apollos, man, he taught accurately about Jesus. But he didn't have the Holy Spirit, right? So even today, I think we're still missing that Holy Spirit thing because I don't think anyone's been able to articulate it very well. And I'm trying to figure out how to articulate it better. And the, 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 all these kind of ideas are coming together, this last guru thing. Like a lot of us look to our pastors to be the guru, to be the hero of the story. And it's like going to a movie, right? So is going to church like going to a movie to watch the hero story unfold and some other guidance or something? Or is it, or should the pastor be the guide? Should the pastor be the guide to, for all of us in the audience and that we are the heroes of the message? And that's what I am marinating with, coming to the conclusion of, 
And I love it. I mean, to me, it's like all put, puts all my thoughts together that the Holy Spirit is the guide. I'm the guide to the guide. So I'm kind of like John the Baptist, like I'm really embellishing myself here. I'm like the, the Holy Spirit's John the Baptist. How about that, huh? Huh? How about that? One listener, two listeners. Profound. Profound. And so this story brand, Build Your Story brand, talks about the customer is the hero, right? So you want to sell, so you want to be effective selling something. And, and, I, and my, uh, the CEO of the um, publishing company, she gets it intuitively. I can just sort of sense it. It's like all I'm doing is naming it. I'm just naming that all of her clients are really the heroes. And that's how she treats all of her clients, like heroes. And that's why people will work with her, I think, because she's making everybody else the hero and she's just the guide. She's guiding writers in how to become published authors. So it's really cool. I hope she's listening to this because she should be encouraged. <laughs> or I'm just talking to dead air with no feedback, you know? I'm just walking my dog. Of course, I mean, that's, that's the, uh, the super positive way to look at this, and that is I'm just walking my dog anyway, so I might as well share my thoughts with people, right? With, with people, right? I'm, here, I'm, like, I'm not marketing this. I'm not saying this is like you got you to gotta listen to this every day. I'm just walking my dog, sharing my thoughts, developing, giving away my secrets, for free, like they're <laughs> my, my secrets, like my pillow. Hey, there's something, my pillow. My pillow. Um, so where do I want to go next with this? Bud, you're in the shade. Should we, we should probably start heading home. It's getting a little warm. Oh, you're kicking up some nice grass, some natural grass. Not much of that around here in Arizona. He's actually got, he actually kicked up some grass and it landed on his back. So imagine his furry little back with a few strands of grass on his back. That's kind of cute, bud. That's cute. Yeah, we know you're cute. All right, so I kind of woke up in the middle of the night. I've been going to bed early, but then I wake up in the middle of the night. And I was, um, for I don't know what happened, what, something got into me and I decided to chat through Messenger with this woman that I, I met through the CEO again of, the, of a publishing company seems like a lot of things revolve around her but she had this group call and there was this woman from Namibia I never heard of Namibia before and uh and I'm like where's that and it's like South Africa it's right next to South Africa so I've carried on a little chat with her don't really know a ton about her but I don't really also don't want to stalk people either like I'm there's a danger sign of, of being in sales and business and caring about people is if you use LinkedIn or search on somebody it's like and you know like hey they went to this college and so you may just it's kind of useful it's like oh how's that how's your team doing in college football Clemson or something how's that going you know so then it's kind of makes a connection and it feels like the person relaxes a little bit like hey they care about me they, they at least they know I went to Clemson or something you know little stuff like that so, but it can come across like stalking too, right? So, um, there's, and then it's the perceptions too, right? Some people may be super sensitive about their public profile, like I am for sure. And 
Um, the only reason I just do a casual podcast like this is because I know at this point only like one or two people will listen. And if it ever did pick up to like too many, I would probably just delete everything. So there you go. Um, if it was too embarrassing, but I, I don't want to answer for the past. Right. So I don't want to like, oh, you said this like three months ago. Like, I don't care what I said three months ago. It's over with. Right. Uh, it's, it's, it's like there's somehow people have this belief that if you say something once, then that's like it's frozen. You can't change. And that's obviously not real life. Everybody changes. So where was I going with this? Um, oh, yeah. So this uh, I was up in the middle of the night firing messages back and forth to this woman who was from South Africa. Her daughter's like got a position in Leipzig, Germany, which is like my favorite thing. So anybody, anything to do with Germany gets my attention. And, uh, and it's kind of weird, right? Like South Africa to Germany connection. And um, but there are a lot of Germans, I think, in South Africa. So because both BMW and Mercedes have factories down in South Africa. So at some point there was a, a movement of Germans down there. But anyway, I don't even know the details of it. I mean, suppose I could Google it for hours and figure it all out, but I'm not going to. So there you go. Actually, I'm going to let something go. Let it go, Mike. <laughs> let it go. So uh, I was, I'm into this book, this uh, Build Your Story brand, and the hero thing. And so I, I heard the word hero, and this song keeps coming to my head, which is uh, We Don't Need Another Hero by Tina Turner. And, and I really never listened to the words to that song before or studied it or really understood it. But I just got into it in the last 24 hours. And I, I played it, um, and it and talked to my wife about things. And, and so, and I have this philosophy like in relationships, it's, it's a little interesting that way too. And now I think we all want to be the hero all the time, right? So that if your, your spouse wants to be the hero in the moment, and you want to be the hero in the moment, there's like this tension. It's like, who's going to be the hero and who's going to be the guide? Unfortunately, women probably get pushed into the guide role and um, have to be submissive. You know, and the church was really helpful in that area. <laughs> yeah, women be submissive to your husbands, right? So I think it's like, and again, the church is like so all or nothing in so many ways. And the more healthy way for everybody in relationships would be just decide, okay, for the next minute, I'm going to be the guide and you're going to be the hero and then switch it up, switch it around. Let, let the other person be the hero and you be the guide. You know, and that's a probably a really healthy conversation. But I think subconsciously we get in fights because we're both trying to be the damn hero and we don't need another hero, right? So if you're in, if you're in the depths of the fighting, you can just start shouting out Tina Turner's song going, we don't need another hero, right? So it's like you're, you got, you're trying to solve a problem in your life. And when you're solving a problem, you have to be the hero because you're solving it, right? But then th this is probably the classic comment that pe men are advised like, oh, your wife just wants you to listen to her, man, and, uh, and don't, don't try to solve her problems. But really deeper down, a much better way because like that doesn't resonate with me like oh your wife your wife just wants you to listen to her man <laughs> that is that is so passive 
It's like, okay, I'm listening. <laughs> it's so passive. So this is like, this is like, I'm doing me, me of all people. I'm doing like relationship advice, right? Like I'm some freaking expert, which I'm not. But anyways, I'm I'm kind of reframing it, right? Because I'm like, I don't like this comment. Like, oh, your wife just wants you to listen to her. Don't try to solve the problem, right? So let's use the hero network or hero framework and guide. Basically, what you're saying is like, there's a problem. The wife wants to talk about it. She's going to solve it. She's the hero. And she doesn't want you to step in and be the hero. That's like, that's where the guys, where we come up with, oh, well, you know, you want that? Well, just tell me I'll do the dishes, you know. I'll solve it for you, you know. But there's, there's, uh, it's communication, right? So there you go. So my framing of it, and there's other ways to attack this. I know that because there's like these coaches, coaches that do stuff. They like have these frameworks as well. And it's kind of like to do the other side of the coin, for example, like what's on this side of the coin? Whoa, flip the coin around, right? So there's these little frameworks, the coin framework, right? So that works. That helps you think. And, uh, so I'm, 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 I'm into this hero thing, and I really like this song, uh, Tina Turner, We Don't Need Another Hero. And that's pretty much what life's about, is we all want to be the hero. And we, will, we are the heroes of our, we are the heroes of our lives. But we need guides once in a while, right? And then some of our, guide, our guides also need heroes. So the guide can't always be a guide. The guide needs to be a hero sometimes. So it's just switching those roles up in relationships and making sure you go back and forth. So one, like this is also a little Dale Carnegie crap stuff, right? Dale Carnegie probably wrote this 80 years ago. So it sounds, it may sound new, like this hero story, you know, build your story brand, but it's really a framework around Dale Carnegie type stuff, which is people like to talk about themselves, right? You know. You meet somebody, ask them questions, show interest in them. People like to talk about themselves. And guess what? That's because they are the freaking hero of their lives, right? So I'm just frameworking a little differently the Dale Carnegie stuff. So this stuff isn't like super new. It's obviously new to me, and I'm just articulating it in a different way, which I've not heard before, but maybe others have. So, for example, I I, I love this saxophone player, Mindy Abear. And I've had a few dialogues with her on Facebook. And, and it's not special to me because I know she does this with hundreds of other top fans. So I have this top fan thing, right? So I was like, oh, Mindy, you got you to gotta do a rework, a rearrangement of uh, We Don't Need Another Hero. It's like, it's like a, such a great song. And as I read the lyrics, it's just so, oh. You know, when are we going to change? It's also, I love this song because it's like, when are we going to change? It's about transformation that only we can do. We're the heroes. We have to change ourselves. And we don't need another hero because we're, by us changing and transforming, we're taking ownership, right? That other word, the other framework is the old, the old ownership phrase. We got to take ownership of that. So in a way, taking ownership means... Another framework, which I like, it's just fresh, it's new to me, is be the hero of your own story. And, um, but go ahead and get a guide. Where's the guide? So to me, 
The guide is the amazing Holy Spirit. What? What? How can that be? How can that be? It's all about Jesus. <laughs> that sounds so irreverent, right? But really, I think Jesus is laughing up in heaven because he knows what I'm talking about. He knows that there's like all this emphasis on the cross. The cross. And we just keep going back to the cross, right? And he's probably up there going like, dudes, hello, dudes. I know you love the cross story, but that was like 2,000 years ago, and I'm kind of over it. <laughs> I'm kind of I'm over it. Can you like get refocused? Refocus now. It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is with you. Yes, your sins are forgiven. Yes, it's the gospel. Not the gospel. The gospel. The gospel. And I do that just for language purposes. I'm like not really technically making fun of Southeast United States or Southerners because I love them. I love everybody always, right? I love everyone always. So I just do that for for fun, you know, to mix up the dulcet tones, you know, give you a little, a little Southern. Maybe you've heard that before. And... Uh, so it's not, I'm not being derogatory to that. It's just, it's just a good way of, of making a differentiation between, you know, really what is the gospel, plainly speaking. And I think it's so kind of confused by some of these pastors who want to be the hero instead of the guide. That's my framework when I'm adding to it, is that our pastors tend to be more heroes, you know, and I, I kind of fits into my working out gym framework where we go and we watch a guy work out on Sunday morning. And it's like, well, what good is that? We don't build any muscle ourselves. We got to go do it. So that's where my daily reading routine comes in with an emphasis on what is the Holy Spirit doing in your life? And the Holy Spirit really doesn't do anything in your life. You have to be aware of the Holy Spirit and just stand and walk in the Holy Spirit, meaning all day long, is God prompting you for something? God being the Holy Spirit? And um, how how is this interaction going to happen? So we, we meet people and in our walks that we're on. And he's saying walk with probably wisdom. You can You can look at a lot of the proverbs and things about walking wisely, but Right now, we're in the age of, we're not really in the Proverbs time frame where the Jewish people had to like read the Proverbs and, you know, in their flesh and their strength and their wisdom with all their heart, follow these Proverbs. We're like, technically, we have all those words written on our heart already. So it's more of a doing thing. So it's getting out of your head, which I am a huge in my head dude, right? So doing these podcasts helps me get out of my head. So I love the Thunderdome. We're basically, I don't know the movie. I may have to watch it just because I'm so inspired now by the song. But there's this thing called Thunderdome, right? We just want to live something in Thunderdome. So basically we all live in Thunderdome. Wherever you are right now, you may think you're in Colorado or, or Texas. But really you're just in Thunderdome. And one of the other lyrics is like, we're part of the last generation, the children. 
the last generation, which goes with the last guru, which is uh, Pete Rollins says he's going to do a book coming out soon called The Last Guru. And it's kind of like the, the gurus, most of our pastors are the guru, but they don't, they don't want to be the last guru. They want to be the continuous guru because there's this concept of like the guru sort of slowly lets you down to say, yeah, I've been your guru and I've gotten you this far, but really you're the freaking hero of the story, man. You got to cake it from there. You got to move it on. So I like the concept of the last guru because the best guru is the one that works with you a little bit, gets you started on the right way and then just says, okay, you got it. You, you know enough. You have enough information. Do it, right? So I'm, uh, I'm there with my book and I, you know, I, I, my brain in my head, the negativity would be, oh, the publisher's like pissed because I'm not making any progress. But I think she's like, progress? That's up to you. You're getting clarity, man. You're getting clarity on your message. And yeah, there's no, why rush a book out that's not going to be fully clarified message? So I'm working it. I'm working it. She's giving me space. And that's kind of the beauty too of like self-publishing is like, oh, if you had, if you did, I, I'm never going to get this. At least I don't think of a book advance. No way. <laughs> if you get a book advance, you say, okay, by December 1st, we got to have the second revisions done or a copyright, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so now you're on the times crunch because I'm marinating with the message, man. I've got something to say, as Rob Bell would say, something to say, and it's got to marinate, marinate. So the hero, the last guru, and uh, the other key thing of that podcast was the, the other one was the, the hymn of the curve, which was about the, the bell curve, which is, I call it the Gaussian distribution curve. So I think Gauss technically, he formulized it. He put the mathematical formula to it, which is on the 10 Deutschmark bill, which by the way, if you're, if we ever meet, ask me for a 10 Deutschmark bill, because I give them out to special people. So if you actually heard this podcast and, um, meet me. I'll, I usually carry two or three 10 Deutschmarks in my wallet. So just for that purpose, because I want to give them to people to remind them, hey, you're an outlier. You're out on the curve. Purple money, 10 Deutschmarks. Go for it. Live your outlierness. Live in your outlier. So, bud, what are we going to do? So I got some um, spark plugs. I would have paid $32 per eight spark plugs. That's at the dealer. Eight times 32 is 256 bucks for spark plugs for my Mercedes S550. And Mercedes is not the hero. They're just the guide. They provided this beautiful car so I can drive it like a crazy hero maniac. That's what I am. I'm the hero of the Mercedes Benz. I get to drive it. So, um, I'm, it's cool enough that I can work in the garage. Hey, bud, let's go. Uh, work in the garage. I think I'll change the eight spark plugs. Sparky plugs. Mercedes Benz. Because that's the kind of guy I am. I'm cheap. And I'm like, I'm not afraid to get the wrenches out. 
and do stuff like that. So I got spark plugs for seven bucks a piece. So I got, I saved $200 on spark plugs. And I probably saved or avoided paying 500 some dollars for somebody to do it for me. So I'm just going to do it, dude. I'm going to do it. I'm going to have fun with it because I like doing it. And I need, I think I need new spark plugs because I'm, I just want to take care of the car. I've got 120,000 miles on it now. In five years, I put maybe 60,000 miles on it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm driving at a pace of about, no, it's a little over four and a half. So let's call it 460. I'm probably putting 13 to 15,000 miles on the car. So that means I probably have a good another five years to go with this baby. I love this car. And it'll get close to 20 years old, but it's beautiful. And uh, another story was I was in Phoenix calling on this company to see what was going on. And I needed a gallon of gas, so I went to the Shell. And there was a dude with uh, another 550 Mercedes. It looked nicer than mine, but I asked him. I said, hey, was that a, what year is that? He's like, 2007. I was like, wow, that's mine too. But he has like the fancy um, tailpipe stuff, exhaust. But 2007, think about it. We're coming up on 2020. So these cars are 13 years old. And they still look beautiful, right? Of course, a lot of that has to do with Arizona. But they still look beautiful. All right, so I got cut off by a phone call. So I'm going to give a short closing segment here. I'm home now. Bud's here. I got interrupted, so there's going to be a little add-on segment, which just says, grace and peace, everybody. Had a good walk. I enjoyed my walk with you. This morning, even though I'm getting a little sweaty, it's getting a little warm. But uh, there you go. Have a great weekend and uh, talk to you later. Bye.